0: Visit trip surfervacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there.
1: Whether you're kicking it in the
0: sticks or kicking it at home, lounge in upholstery with a contemporary feel designed for relaxed living with the Brantley Gilbert Collection at Morris Home. Enter online at morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win a guitar personally autographed by Brantley Gilbert or one of many Morris Home gift cards to upgrade your home today. That's morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win
2: from Morris Home.
1: This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by Austin-based company Naturally Hims and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked-in, pharmaceutical-grade, non-isolate-based CBD, what we're talking about here is the entourage effect. The entourage effect refers to the stronger effect you get when combining multiple cannabinoids together, as opposed to just CBD. Full-spectrum CBD, or CBD distillate, tends to be more potent and lasts longer. Unlike some other brands that use a spray-on CBD, Naturally hemp CBD distillate is baked in, so you know you're getting the full dose with each gummy. I personally use them for all kinds of things, like sleep aid or muscle pain. And did I mention they taste great? They got five flavors. Uh, strawberry green apple lemon lime watermelon and get this the orange flavor has vitamin c in it so if this sounds like something you could go for head over to your nearest create a sig vape shop and pick yours up today to see for yourself the difference naturally hemp gummies can make in your life
0: so, uh, so, so this thing where like, uh, like one of the uh, announcers got got yelled at by Michael Cole backstage at WrestleMania 35, and uh, for wearing the like the shorts, mm. like like the like the like the suit shorts, like mm-hmm. like LeBron wears, not cool. Yeah, it, it, apparently, uh, you know, he, he went up to Vince backstage and was like, "Hey, you know, uh, LeBron wears these. You know, is this hip?" It's uh, yeah, <laughs> Vince was like, "Yeah, uh, I'm hip." Oh yeah, so I mean, do you think do you think Vince is hip? Do you think he's happening with the times? It's a very loaded question. Yeah,
3: yes.
1: <laughs> you think yes. Vince is hip?
3: I, I think that's a loaded question. Oh yeah.
1: Okay. Um, my, my first answer, no. Yeah, I don't believe that Vince is hip. You don't think Vince is hip? No, no. Well, I, I think I think after a certain age, it's impossible for you to be hip. Yes. Fair enough. You know. Fair enough. Like like you're just. You're not in with what's happening right now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Vince didn't grow up with the internet. Hmm. Pretty much, like, 80% of American culture is on internet right yes. now. And so, I don't know. I would say no. But listen, bro. You oh, know what uh-huh. is
0: happening? What's, and in the
1: now, what's happening? This episode of Headlock
0: Talk, ladies and gentlemen, hey. we are we are back. Also on there the internet. You know. Also on the internet. Also yeah. on the internet.
1: Didn't know if you knew this or not, guys. Yeah. We're also on the internet. Even though you may or may not be listening to us on the well, let me rephrase that. You are listening to us on the internet. Absolutely.
2: So.
0: 100%. <laughs> uh, so, my name's Tanner. To my right, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Groody. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello,
1: Stephen. Well, hello. How's your day been? It's been alright. Yeah. It's been yeah. alright. Pretty it's chill? It's been alright. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm on my second Red Bull. Dang, son. Yeah, we'll see how this this show goes. I'm pretty pumped up. Absolutely. (laughs) About to break some records. To my left
0: here, you may have remembered his voice. It's been a long time coming. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the return of J-Raw to Headlock Talk. Welcome back, J-Raw. It is good to be back. Fantastic. It's good to have you back. Glad to have you back, sir. Yes, yes, yes. 100%. So guys, we're doing a little bit of something different here. We're going to give you guys some good segments, some new things to talk about, to think about. We hope you guys really enjoy the show. And don't forget, this episode, the main event, is the Fantasy Warfare Finals. In one corner, Tommaso Ciampa. In the other corner, Kenny the Cleaner Omega. Dream match. Dream match. Dream match. I'm excited. I know you guys are excited. Whee. So let's get into this episode, uh, Jay russ Since it's been a little while for you, yes, let's yes. let's talk about what you thought about WrestleMania. Because I know that you weren't on the WrestleMania review show uh, last week, uh, but uh, we want to get your thoughts on on how you thought and felt about WrestleMania and, and and everything that happened that weekend. What was your WrestleMania weekend experience like?
3: Um, I thought it was a, it was a good weekend. You know, uh, Wrestlemania delivered on its its typical iconic moments.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, I felt just going a, a quick rundown just of the card. Uh, I felt Rollins-Lesnar uh, had its place. It was a good way of getting in and out of, you know, that storyline. Not not great in-ring uh, performance, but, you know, it was just, you know, it was an in-and-outer. You know what I mean? Lesnar's okay. about to fight cormier uh, that's all Hopefully. but confirmed. Hopefully. You know, we don't have anything, you know, in stone yet, but it's it's all but confirmed. So, you know, he's got to make room for that. I like the, the small angle, which apparently carried over to, you know, the, the chauvinistic fans on Twitter about basically Paul Heyman complaining that, you know, it should be a men's final, you know, men's main event. Mm. Um, I like that angle for wrestling, you know, keeping it a little edgy. Uh, you know, and I guess you know they there was some some hubbub about Kofi and Daniel Bryan, mm. you know, being the main event. Uh, you know, but I thought the women did a phenomenal job. But getting to my overall thoughts,
2: yeah,
3: I feel, and this ties into NXT Takeover, I feel the in ring storytelling is bland. Uh, on for, the you know, WWE
0: side. Oh, okay. I was about uh, to say, for TakeOver you know, was bland or for no, WrestleMania? No, no, was bland? no.
3: It, it ties into NXT. Because hmm. okay. TakeOver uh, is New York, correct? Yeah, the, yeah, whole, TakeOver, the whole thing yeah. was in New yeah, York. Yeah, New correct. York. So TakeOver New York, you know, the, the in ring storytelling was phenomenal. The matches were phenomenal. The angles were phenomenal. Yeah. Whereas WrestleMania delivered with spots. You know, mm. not, I can't even say outside of the two professionals that were given free reign, Triple H Triple H and Batista, I can't say there was anything iconic match-wise.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, and I found myself fast-forwarding through a lot of the, the middle points of matches, because uh, obviously if the storytelling's bland, in in-ring you're really only looking at the spots.
1: Yeah, I mean so, I, I definitely agree with that point. Yeah. I think there's one match on the card that you can uh that you can argue in terms of in ring storytelling was yeah. on par with NXT and that would be the Dan O'Brien Kofi Kingston match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than that though, I do totally agree yeah. with that point of like the in ring storytelling wasn't really the best, but they did deliver on really big spots and really iconic moments. Yeah.
3: You know? and, and and so um and the thing is for me even with the Kofi Kingston Daniel Bryan match, I still can't think of any any moments where there was any level of improvisation or any level of you know you know showing that they've worked together. You look at War Raiders Ricochet Black. I mean, half the stunts they did, you have to know the person. You know, what I'm on some yeah. kind of <laughs> yeah. more than handshake level coworker level, right? Yeah. You have to really know and respect the person.
1: I think with, with, the, the, with the Kofi and, and Daniel Bryan match, though, I think uh, it, it was a really technical match, and yes, it, it really—I agree sh- with that—and it really showed yeah. the strengths of both Kofi and I agree. Daniel Bryan. I agree. Uh, but it's just a little bit less of an explosive experience because yeah. when you when you put Ricochet, Alistair Black, and War Raiders into the same ring, those guys are crazy. Crazy, yeah. crazy. They have big spots all the time, everything like that. And the Kofi-Daniel Bryan match definitely had some big spots, but I think the meat of it and, and what really made the match great was the technicality of it,
0: right? Yeah, well, I, and I it, was, and it was Daniel Bryan guiding that match. Not, not not that he had to guide Kofi, but Daniel Bryan, was, the story was he's the heel, the big, bad heel that Kofi has to overcome, the, fin- you know, I, the final boss yeah, I, in yeah, Kofi's I, journey. I say
3: I'll take it back a little bit because the in-ring, story, in-ring storytelling was great on that one in the sense that you really saw Kofi... A struggle,
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You saw, you saw it was, he, he sold this story of, he's battling, and, and to an extent, there's a real tie to it, right? Because, I mean, you know, 10 plus years, you know what I mean? And, and this is his first title belt. Yeah. You know, first, you know, championship, you know, mm-hmm. WWE championship. And so, you know, so so I, I okay, I agree there. Uh, I'm mainly talking about, when I talk about, I'm talking about that, but I'm also talking about... You know the spots where, you know, War Raiders, Ricochet, Black, where you know they they uh they go to do a move,
2: yeah,
3: and then they do another
1: move, mm-hmm.
3: or they go to flip and jump out, and they say, no, we're gonna flip back, yeah, and sit down and look at each other.
1: No, I definitely get and, what you're saying there. And
3: so that's what that there's there wasn't a lot of the only creativity I saw like that, you know. Was Triple H Batista? Mm-hmm. You know when Triple H is like, "That's a nice nose ring," you know, right, right. and it's just little stuff like that. And, and you know, I, you know, we talked about it, you know, uh, off segment, but or off podcast, mm. but there, there just doesn't appear to be a trust with Vince among you know much of his upper roster, and yeah. I don't know if Triple H Triple H must really run NXT because there just seems to be a lot more trust, mm. you know, um, and so. Yeah. To the to the uh, you know I guess I'll carry the whole theme here or cover the whole theme of that weekend it, just to wit on horrible storytelling, Ronda Rousey oh. with the table scene, WTF? Yeah, with the table what
2: the hell scene? was
3: that? Yeah, when she said tables are for bitches,
2: mm-hmm. and then she oh. turns
3: around. Yeah. Oh, can we curse on this podcast?
2: explicit.
3: You know when she when she says that. And then she turns around and fake punches Becky Lynch. Mm, yeah. Like, you want to tell a story there, say tables are for bitches, toss Becky Lynch on the ground, and run Run a hard elbow across her head. Yeah. Go dark.
2: Yeah.
3: Don't say, I don't do stunts. Like, that's why purists of wrestling, and, you know, maybe I'm a, too much of a purist, that's why we want to see her gone. Because mm. she's an athlete. Mm. undoubted. But she just is not bought into The culture, everything Mm. about the culture. She's just not bought in. And it's like, what are you doing? And then, and Charlotte almost had to save the day from an in ring storytelling perspective by saying, oh, I'm going to show you fake. Is this fake? And then, you know, and, you know, and and just moved it along. But
0: I will agree with you on that. Um, uh, To where, what's the best way of putting this? I don't think that this was Rhonda's. Best performance in a in a in a, in a match. Ever. Not at all. This is probably all. one of the, one of the ones on the lower end of the scale here, um, but I think that the lack of in ring work that she did was made up for in the attitude that she brought.
3: Yeah, in the yeah, match. yeah. Athleticism so and attitude, but she
0: was getting she yeah. was getting over as a heel in the match. Yeah, which is good. You want that, and I think Charlotte got over to an extent as a heel in the match too. But I think the real story here. Um, Was a bit played out in that uh, you see this with not only Becky Lynch but also with Kofi and with Seth Rollins. The story is the yeah 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 the the the, the faces need to prevail yeah and that's exactly what they gave you yeah you know and that's why you know they had Sami Zayn come out on Raw the following night and cut this promo about how fans are ungrateful and that you know there will be nothing that will ever make the fans happy is because Mm -hmm. you know we got what we wanted essentially, yeah. but we were still booing pretty much everything else that was going on yeah. so yeah. so Vince you know writes up this story for for Sami Zayn about how the fans are ungrateful
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. you know
0: um but I mean that's neither here nor there as far as mania
3: yeah. And so uh you know uh but but again you know it, you know to to those points um I just think a lot of that can be alleviated you know again
2: hmm.
3: by getting back to wrestling okay. you know what i mean like yeah. they're not they've right. lost the art of wrestling
0: back to basics you know? yeah
3: cuz i mean like i said you know a lot of those matches i fast forward through the the middle parts just because it's it's just a lot of you know all right you know we're trying to get to a spot it's just trying to get to the spot instead of realizing you know in a sense the match is a spot yeah. the whole yeah. match you should be telling story, and I think... No, I can uh, pretty
1: much agree with it, like... It uh, should be a build-up. Even just take a look at at Raw and SmackDown and everything. That's three hours... Or or on Raw. That's three hours of, of wrestling, but... It's not three hours of wrestling. No, half of it is talking. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and so there, more than half, right? And there's yeah. definitely something to be said about building matches and building heat and, and well, building huge. hype yeah. for for a match and everything like that. But when that's over half of your program, yeah, so you really need to take a step back and think and ask yourself, why are people tuning into well, this? Well, and not yeah. only you know, is it
0: over half that to your point most of that content where it's, where it's like most of this is just talking, most of this is promo segments, most of that isn't even good compared yeah. to like a lot of
1: the other stuff well, that they Well, and a lot they of it's filler too. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, it's not even necessarily to do with what's happening on the show or what's happening at the next main event or anything like that. Yeah. And so you know.
3: um, what I'll say too, uh, what I liked was in the Fatal 4-Way match, again, you know, it's just the whole weekend carrying an, an NXT theme. Ricochet and Black pushed those guys, the bar, all of them, to a level that, like I said, they haven't been to. Hundred percent. Well, they haven't had years.
1: To. They haven't had to go there, right? In a yeah. long time, you know. Right. I think. I think their injection
0: definitely made a difference to them. And
3: and I'm gonna start calling Ricochet uh, Rick Flairishay because he can sell it with. Because <laughs> he awesome. can sell it, tell, <laughs> I was thinking about that. I'm telling you I was thinking about that. He can sell kicking your ass as much as you kicking his yep. right. he can yeah. sell both I mean he will fly
2: Yeah,
3: out of the ring as quickly He's... as he as quickly as he flies to jump on you you can knock him slam out he will yeah. sell it yeah. and it just I mean he sold okay he sold the um the bar's physicality, I mean, you really, like, okay, these are
0: big guys. Absolutely. And and Ricochet is definitely a future world champ, in my opinion, for sure. Yes. Um, I think he will have many a great WrestleMania moments here in the future. And J-Raw, we're not done with WrestleMania coverage. We're going to continue to get your takes throughout the show here. But we really appreciate you giving us a broad view of what you thought about WrestleMania and uh, NXT TakeOver, for that matter, which was, uh, again, I hate to sound like a broken record, but I told you guys, so, you know, NXT TakeOver was gonna be part of the weekend. <laughs> I, you I know, told you. I mean, you know, WrestleMania was fine. The New Japan uh, G1 Supercard was fine. NXT TakeOver was killer. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah.
3: uh, One more thing before we move on. Yeah. Uh, that Baylor-Lashley spot. Was it was I thought that was a good one. It was a good call out to you know Hogan, Andre the Giant, oh the power bomb, you know, the power bomb. Oh yeah. yeah, thought that was thought that was a really good spot. Uh, good again, Baylor you know for NXT I mean it's just
0: yeah. it's it's just a theme yeah, I've mm-hmm. never seen Finn Balor do a power bomb before and seeing him pick up Flash cool. like that, like cool. that was cool that, that was pretty on point you know
3: and, and again the story you and, know. and that
0: was probably one of the biggest coup de grace I've ever seen too now that you yes. think about it yes,
1: yeah. yes. flew across the ring it and took again.
3: the demon yeah, yeah it it that took, match was so quick <laughs> it he didn't took mess the
0: up demon
1: his yeah, true. true? not he didn't, he didn't. No smudging on his makeup whatsoever. <laughs> no.
0: No. <laughs> no. So so let's uh let's move on to a WrestleMania edition of our one of our new segments. We're going to call this one word play, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're, this one's a little bit of a fun fill in the blank kind of game here for uh, for us here on the show. Uh we'll present a sentence with a fill in the blank portion here, and we will give you our opinions on it. So to kick this off here, I think J. Raw, you touched on that a little bit here uh, just a few moments ago. uh, Wordplay: This
1: WrestleMania will be best remembered for blank the John Cena heel turn. Oh, Oh. (laughs) go go right ahead, Steven, go for it. So I I know I talked uh, to you about this, Tanner, a little bit after a little bit on the last show and a little bit off mic and everything. John Cena, obviously one of the biggest guys for me in my wrestling life. I love John Cena. And, uh, if you take a look online, or any, like, forums, or, or just fans from the last ten years, uh, from John Cena rising up to be the star he is, the John Cena heel turn has always been this this fantasy, <laughs> high-in-the-sky scenario, right? And, uh, we always thought it'd be a huge payoff when, when it actually does happen, and, whether this was just they put this in for a WrestleMania moment yeah, just to get right, a pop yeah. for the crowd, whether they're actually going to roll with this or not, I thought that that segment was awesome. Uh, it, it just it made me really happy, brought a huge smile to my face. Whether they go on with it or not, I really hope they do. But I, I thought it was great. So I, I don't know if this WrestleMania will be best remembered for this moment, but I think this will go down as a big moment for WrestleMania. Those we're, bars
3: were good, might I ask. Yeah,
1: yeah, hundred percent. Good bars. J. Raw, this WrestleMania will be best remembered for blank.
3: The women's main event mm. and that D T whatever that was off the ropes with uh Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Oh yeah. Mm. So so
0: the women's main event, okay, going for that
1: one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. That that backflip
3: D, yeah, 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 backflip DDT mm-hmm. where 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 if you could if you listen you could hear Charlotte counting it off because no one wants to no one, nobody wants to die. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, that part was cool too because she she did that move I think for the first time uh, in that Oscar match. Yeah, uh, yeah. When, when she won the the SmackDown Women's Title, I had to actually
0: I went back to WrestleMania. Last year, and they did the same spot. The top rope, okay. the top okay. rope yeah. Spanish yeah. fly, went wow, with yeah. uh, with Oscar. Yeah, no, that was great. It and, looks yeah, great. Yeah. They, they pulled it off really well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna go with uh, this WrestleMania will be just best remembered for. Uh, I think we talked about it um, previously, but just the big moments, right? Yeah. Like yeah. this, this WrestleMania is not gonna be memorable. For to me, for any of the actual matches that were uh, that 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 took place, yeah, um, I, 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 I think uh, I think Kofi and Brian will probably be the standout match yeah. for what will for what I will remember in the future. Um, but it's definitely going to always stand out to be. This was the the WrestleMania where yes, the women main evented. Kofi won the title. Seth won the title. Becky's double champ. Mm-hmm. That that'll be was what I best remember because. All year long, Vince has been crushing the baby faces yeah, on right. most pay per views, and this is the one time—I won't, I won't say the one time—but this has been the time where he's like, "Okay, here's the payoff. Y'all get the face wins that y'all, you know, the fans want." So here we go, yeah. And and so that, that's that's me. What'll be remembered for best?
3: And I might add, it, it delivered. You know, mm-hmm. Um, You know, the the women's main event match—you could argue was definitely. One of the best matches, if not the best match, you you could you could honestly argue that. There,
0: know? there would be some it's, people that would say that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah I would say that. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. Go.
3: But, but I'm saying it can be argued, and that's what you want. You want, yeah. you know, True. your main events to be the the top thing, and and you know, we've sat through uh, WrestleManias and pay per views where the main event was
0: skippable. Lackluster. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. True. You know, so. Um, Moving right along, more wordplay. Uh, Dean Ambrose's WWE run has been blank.
3: Unfulfilled.
0: Unfulfilled. That's a great that's word. An, that's a that's very an excellent word. Good word. Yeah. Expand on that, J-Raw, a little bit.
3: I would say because he started getting into that character uh, that was anarchistic and crazy. Mm. And you started to think, that's what he's been missing. And then, apparently, you know, he had been mulling, leaving for some time, and so that character went away, and now he's going away. Mm-hmm. So, it's mm-hmm. like, well, okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's a big question mark. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, unfulfilled is a great word. Um, I would go with, um, I'll, I'll go with this. Uh, I'll say Blemished. It's Mm. been a fine run for him. Yeah. Uh, Well, he's been very successful. He's been very successful. uh, Multi time champ, multi time intercontinental champ, uh, multi time tag team champ. He held the WWE title for a while. Was a part of a really good feud with him and Roman and uh, Seth Rollins for a little bit when they weren't the Shield. He was he had a great run with the Shield. Every time they got back together, um, the Shield's probably one of their most overacts in the last decade mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Um, but something, and I don't know if this was the you know uh, the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast that he had where Stone Cold was like. You know, hey, you got to stand up for yourself and whatnot. And, you know, Dean kind of took umbrage with that or whatever it was. But it feels like there wasn't, kind of like to what you're saying, it left more to be desired. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So I do wish him all the best, whether or not we see him back in WWE ring or elsewhere. I'm sure he'll be a success wherever he decides to go. Who knows? Maybe he just, you know, chills out on the beach in Cancun for a while. Who knows?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Steve? Uh, I'm going to go with, and this is going to sound a little bit worse than I'm meaning it to, uh, but Dean Ambrose's WWE run has been disappointing at times. Mm. uh, Mm. Just because, really, I'm talking about recently. um, Because, like you said, you know, multiple title runs, everything like that. um, But I was... I really thought that Dean was hitting his stride very recently, right. uh, to J-Raw's point. Yeah. Uh, the character that, that he had been uh, playing and working with for the, for the past couple months, uh, probably I would say from TLC to now, or maybe Royal Rumble to now, right. I think has been some of his best work. And uh, so when I say disappointing at times, I just mean uh, kind of like you said, unfulfilled. You know? That's he, probably he's, the perfect word. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he was just hitting his stride. Yeah. And, and I think that uh, if he would have continued to play the character that he is now, he could be huge, yeah. e- even bigger than yeah. he is now. Uh, yeah. So it's really disappointing to see him go. Uh, or, or if they just let him do his thing, like yeah. if they literally just let Dean
0: be Dean and just be himself. Yeah, I think it would have come off a lot better. Could you
3: guys see this becoming sort of a Matt Hardy thing, where he goes to another another uh, business and you know just gets to do him, and it's like. You know, you're scouring YouTube for all these epic promos? Because that's... Honestly, you know,
1: yes. I, guess, I do bro, think just,
3: is yes. allowed to just be... Mm-hmm. I,
0: I think if he goes to AEW, that will 100%
1: be the case. Yep. 100%. Yep. Um, and, and I'm really excited about that. But, but at the same time... Uh, I wish he could have stayed, and I wish he could have con- continued with the great work that he has been doing for the past few months. I, I did have an idea thinking
0: earlier this week because there's been a lot of uh, rumors about the revival, you know, uh, when their departure might be, but also Sasha Banks. She was mm-hmm. apparently very unhappy with the fact that they had mm-hmm. to drop the titles at WrestleMania. Rightfully so, in and, my opinion. Uh, she uh, she was scheduled to be on the Wendy Williams show and then backed out at the last minute, saying there's some personal issues. I don't know if she's going to be back anytime soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, I hope that Sasha Banks will be. But there's also a rumor that she might be going to AEW or trying to get out. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I don't doubt that there's any truth to those claims. Uh, But uh, at the same time, I'm thinking... Uh, maybe a little bit of an invasion angle where Dean Ambrose takes the revival and Sasha Banks with him to AEW. Yeah, M- maybe be maybe, maybe call themselves unstable. Um, yeah, eh, see a little oh, bit God. of a play yeah. on yeah. <laughs> Unstable. Eh, eh. Yeah. Oh,
2: okay. a yeah, we st- got it. We, we got Unstable. Okay. St-
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of AEW, uh, AEW's TV deal will be blank. Also, a bonus here if you guys uh, can tell me where they will end
1: up TV deal wise. Mm. So, I mean, I'm trying to think of the word. I have my idea. I'm trying to think of a nice word for you, it. You got a, you got a word, J Raw? Yeah, game changing. Game changing. God damn
0: it. <laughs> I'm good at this game. He's really good at this game. So, so <laughs> God damn it. So, so, J- <laughs> J- so, J Raw, tell me how uh, AEW's TV deal will be game changing.
3: Biggest move since uh uh what um I forgot what they were called but when they became WCW oh know? yeah when uh, when
0: yeah WCW yeah, being on TV yeah. yeah
3: yeah um you know uh just because that style of wrestling that AEW uh represents you know and will bring to television yeah is something Vince should be concerned about he has the horses but you know he's gonna have to start running them and start you know putting them in the race mm-hmm. and AEW's going to come out already. Knowing what works, you know what I mean. So, I think they'll end up on TBS. That's my TBS, thinking. TBS.
0: Mm, interesting, interesting pick. Yeah, Stephen, have you thought of your word yet? <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I, I'm gonna go with exciting, exciting, yeah. Uh, just because, like you said, a uh, big move, biggest since WCW. Uh, we really haven't had a, a big player, and by big, I mean, uh, to the same scale, yeah, uh, or or even. Or, you know, or close to the same, close in the, to the same in the country, scale as WWE yeah, yeah. We haven't had that in yeah. a long, long, long time yeah. And uh, we've talked about it on the show before Competition breeds competition Breeds better programs Breeds better wrestlers, better promos, everything When you have competition who is on par with you You have to be better than them and so now we're going to see a really nice competition, I think, between WWE and AEW for our eyes, for our viewership. Yeah, and, and it's going to be nice to see. And,
0: it. Yeah, competition's never a bad thing no, either. Never no, a bad especially
1: thing. Uh, for us, people, as people who watch it and critique and analyze it, it's just awesome. Awesome for us. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: I'm going to say AEW's T.
0: oh I'm sorry, I almost forgot. Where do you think they'll end up, Steven? Oh
1: man, I don't know actually. Yeah, I really don't know. How cool would it be if they landed on uh, one of the ESPNs though? Yeah, ESPN would be uh, uh, maybe an an ESPN Plus or ESPN Two. Yeah, that'd be really cool. But besides the Turner networks,
0: there there was supposed to be another big. TV station supposedly floating around in the negotiations. Some people have said maybe it's ESPN, yeah. which would be, I mean, be huge. It would it would make huge. a it would make a lot of sense because right now they're putting a lot of money into um, UFC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Disney owns ESPN, so it's not like Disney's going to run out of any money anytime soon either. Right, for sure. So I mean, they could be like, hey, we've got uh, in addition to your ESPN Stream Plus, you know that well, you get your ESPN shows on or UFC shows on rather. Well, you can check out some AEW as yeah. well. Look at that!
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and like you said, what what AEW the type of wrestling that they represent, I think that would work very very well on an ESPN network. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. uh, very very technical, very a lot of physicality, mm-hmm. uh, everything like that. I think that would work. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm
0: not gonna go full heel on this. Uh-oh. I'm gonna go slightly heel. Okay. I'm going to say that, that AEW's TV deal will be slightly complicated. And, okay. and 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 okay. by by what I mean is, if you watch the All In show, there's a lot of things production value wise that they're going to want to clean up before then. Um, there was some things about Joey Ryan, and if you're any, if you got any knowledge about who Joey Ryan is, um, or if you've seen All In show, uh, yeah, they're going to not have to have. Uh, They're going to have to tone down some of the more adult themes, perhaps. Yeah. Um, uh, But you're also going to want to make sure that it's a product that people will be able to access and uh, and something that people will will latch on to. And there were a lot of TV producers at the All In Show itself, you know, but it's a matter of making sure that it catches fire you don't want it to be something where people are flipping through the channels and they confuse es uh, they confuse AEW for WWE and it's just like no it's not it's not the same yeah. you know yeah. so you want to make sure that it's something that stands out um and i think being on ESPN uh
1: accomplishes that.
0: Well, or TBS or TNT yeah, either. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with they, they end up on TNT. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps I think Obviously, I right. think that TNT will have a lot of content, a lot of space in there um, uh, on their programming to do it.
3: Cuz they just have reruns right now most of their prime time slots.
0: Right. Uh, but I think that there's a really good reason why we won't see AEW on TV until the fall and that's because there's they're just undergoing a lot of hey, we
1: need production, we need yeah. a ring, we need yeah. to clean up some of this stuff yeah. that you know that uh, to make it t- TV presentable. Well, you're going up against WWE, who has been broadcasting to millions of right. people for decades now. Right. You know.
0: Right. And I don't need the highest production value. I don't need them to have LED
1: monitors on the fucking ring. Po- no, no. On the ring post. <laughs> no, I mean I, I understand, but you know? like at, at the same time, you know, you don't necessarily need a lot of production value. It's okay, Tanner. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's okay. I got really intense there. <laughs> it's <okay. for> <laughs> no, like you don't necessarily need crazy production value, but. If you are trying to directly compete with WWE, there is a certain level of production value that uh, prime time cable network wrestling fans are accustomed to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, I 100% agree. Uh, and then um, last but not least, uh, we're going to talk about the AEW Fighter Fest, um, uh, which is a, a play, uh, Kenny Omega's play on Fire Fest.
1: Okay. If, if you're ah, familiar with that, like hopefully it, it won't like be a. Disaster. Oh, Firefest. Yeah. Right,
0: right. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, hopefully it does not become a disaster like Firefest was. Um, but yeah, the the headlining match that, that's been making the rounds after it was announced this week, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega versus Pac, formerly known as Neville, of course, to those who are WWE viewers. Mm. Versus, uh, So it's going to be Pac and the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix. Uh, what do you guys think about this main event? This main event will be blank, gentlemen.
1: Nuts. Nuts. Good choice of words. No, <laughs> no th- this is gonna be, th- this is gonna be on par with uh, uh, how we're talking about NXT takeover. Yeah, uh, just really, really nice spots. Insanely good in ring storytelling. Just look at the names that are in this match. Yeah, just yeah. look at the names. Yeah. it's gonna be, it's gonna be nuts. This, yeah, J-Row?
3: this will be a, a really good time. It will be, be a really rampant. good, <laughs> really good
0: time. That's a good choice yeah. of words there. Yeah.
3: And, and, and my take is again, you know. Uh, uh, Vince is really going to have to do some uh, soul searching here in this business because yeah. you know right now from a branding perspective that level of wrestling is strictly NXT call up guys yeah. Where, yeah, where you could just pick a name out of a hat and you get that mm-hmm. now this is AEW's regular thing so I mean when it starts getting compared you know, which I think the style translates. I think mm. I think we've got less, for lack of a better term, dickheads are going to be like, oh, fake. You know, we got, we got less <laughs> of those now. And I think the people that, that are like that don't watch wrestling at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think, you know, if you're looking to get into this, you understand it's entertainment. Uh, you understand it's choreographed. So I just think Vince has got a problem when this is going to be the norm. I agree. And... Yep. The WWE Mm branding-wise, this is not the norm. I mean, uh, it has yet to be proven, but, um, you know, Leo Rush and, you know, uh, pick another name can't do this. You know, can't go in and provide that level of quality.
0: I'm going to go... AEW Fighter Fest: Young Bucks and Kenny Omega versus Pac and the Lucha Brothers will be can't miss. Can't yeah, miss. Can't miss. Can't. I think this is this is an Can all all star match. I mean, the, obviously the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks know each other very very well. They're set to have a match for the AAA titles um, uh, at. Um, Uh, What is it called? Double or nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, And uh, Kenny Omega and Pac, to my knowledge, have never faced each other. Uh, So, so that's that's, it's kind of like an all all star (laughs) elite cast (laughs) uh, you could say um, uh, of performers in that ring. And it's going to be interesting to see who goes over here. Uh, I am uh, I'm really excited to see that match play Mm -hmm. out. Uh, also, uh, speaking of Double or Nothing, that's just around the corner. It's mm-hmm. That's next month. So mm-hmm. I hope that we find a way that we can watch uh, the show uh, or at least that it gets announced for like streaming or something because I'd, I'd be really interested to seeing oh, yeah. uh, And
3: Right see now, that. are they doing any of this? Are they building any storylines or are yeah. they just
0: kind of? Mm-hmm. Yeah, check it out on YouTube. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: they, they do all of it uh, with uh, Being the Elite. Uh, being at okay, the, the okay, least okay. doing also all the with some of the the press conferences that they've had yep. since yeah. then as well. There, there's been a couple uh, um, like heat moments, yeah. drawn heat moments. Yeah,
0: hundred yeah. mm-hmm. 100- uh, percent. We're gonna we're gonna take uh, just a quick moment here uh, to give a rundown on what we call the injury report. These are major injuries that are going on right now um, uh, that are inside uh, the biz, so to speak. Um, Just a quick rundown of this here injuries from RAW. We've got Jason Jordan, who's uh, been out since uh, January of last year. Um, He's currently working as a producer. From um, he injured his neck, Uh, his career, yeah, his his career is likely over. Uh, uh, That's pretty unfortunate. Uh, Fandango, um, Fandango, yeah, you remember Fandango? I do. Uh, Yeah, he's he should be coming back any time now, but he's he's still doing work for WWE outside the ring. Uh, Goldust, uh, he had double knee surgery in July he's he's uh, nearing the end of his career and he's been working as a town scout Occam of the Authors of Pain he also underwent a knee surgery in January he's expected to be out or, or back sometime soon uh Bray Wyatt's been off TV uh he's expecting a child in June so uh maybe he'll be back sooner or later we did get a little uh segment uh where they're uh, on raw uh, where we had like a, a puppet like come out of a box and yeah. it was kind of weird and mysterious and we uh, kind of thought that that might be Bray Wyatt's uh, some kind of signal for Bray Wyatt coming out mm-hmm. or, or or a character renewal for for him i'm, yeah. not, I'm not quite sure um. Here's a big one, uh, Nia Jax. Uh, boo. Boo. We're, we're not. Yeah, we're not booing her this time. We're no. actually booing how sad this is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she she tore both ACLs. Uh-huh. That is a
1: ridiculous amount of
0: pain. Yeah. No, uh,
1: I, I know we've been obviously, you know, joking aside. We're we're very hard on Nia Jax and yeah. Nia Jax's character. This, however, is extremely sad. Nia Jax, I really hope you get better soon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, both ACLs that is not fun. to 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 not put it lightly that is that is not a yeah that's no. not an injury that you just uh pop back from so i hope you the hope that you get better everything like that um yeah Come back so I can hate you again. <laughs> <sighs> Th- thank you for going, uh, going out of kayfabe there for a
0: nice touching yeah. moment, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. uh Laura Sullivan returns, so that's a little bit of a change. Woohoo! Yeah. Lars Sullivan's, Sullivan's back. back. The freak. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how he does. Um. On SmackDown, the. Biggest change here is Big E tore his meniscus. Uh, so that's also pretty sad. I'm pretty sure the New Day will still be around. You'll still see Big E on TV, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Uh, but he'll... Uh uh, he'll uh, probably be just in the background a little bit perhaps yeah that's probably why we didn't get to see the biggie heel turn that mm. i was hoping for, oh is that why we with, didn't with see the unicorn yeah, yeah. yeah i'm
1: pretty sure we didn't see it because uh, it wouldn't do that because of violence yeah oh, okay yeah, yeah. And a bloody unicorn a, a bloody unicorn's head <laughs> being
3: yeah yeah
1: taken out of a box yeah. you no know? We, we definitely will see biggie but uh we'll just have uh Kofi and Xavier Woods mm-hmm. do, the, do the tag team spots you
0: know mm, yes um, yeah for NXT uh, it's Miles is still out with his neck injury uh, so we don't know what the timetable on that will be still unfortunate um, yeah um, so I, I 100% agree uh, Chelsea Green has a broken wrist uh, she has yet to make her debut I, I believe or maybe I've missed it uh, please leave it in, in our uh, please write us on Twitter if maybe I've missed it yeah but Chelsea Green's a, a really talented young lady and I hope that she uh, she does well once she gets back. Um, Keith Lee, another big talent here. He's been out of action with an undisclosed injury. That's pretty uh, upsetting. Um, Dakota Kai's been out with a knee injury. Um, She had surgery in January. Noam Dar and Mark Andrews both had injuries at the last set of NXT UK tapings. Uh, So uh, best to them as well. Jenny is also an NXT UK uh, talent uh, who's been injured with an undisclosed injury. Uh, so we'll have to we'll have to see here. The big one for AEW is going to be Cody. Uh, mm. Cody himself had a torn meniscus and uh, had surgery back in February, so he'll probably be back just in time for that Fighter yeah. Fest.
1: Oh, Rhea Ripley!
0: Oh, she got injured. Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, yeah, Rhea Ripley torn ligaments in her foot, so
1: she's gonna Man, be out for a little bit. I had torn ligaments in my foot just just a while ago. I feel you, Ripley. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not oh, no. good. Not fun. Uh, Takahashi uh,
0: for um, uh, New Japan. Um, he yeah he landed on his neck. Um, <laughs> um, that's, I shouldn't laugh. That's pretty awful, actually. Yeah. No, what uh, he said. Yeah, he what he landed he on his neck and had. He was hospitalized uh, in July of last year. He says he's ninety four point seven percent back to normal. That's a that's a good number.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, 90, pretty, 90, pretty precise. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> very precise.
0: Yeah. Um, let me see here and then Hiroshi Tanahashi he's oh, he's out with an elbow injury as well so um, that's just a quick roundup. again this is an injury report brought to us by Fightful.com uh, uh, where they've got an a, a, a evolving injury report list so uh, hope your favorite wrestler's not on the list I know a few of mine are so mine are as well unfortunately yeah. so we'll, we'll hope we'll, you all get better hope you all get better guys yep. And we'll we'll keep an injury an eye out on the injury reports as we go. Uh, time for another fun game. You Ooh. guys ready? Game I time. I know I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, so this one's called Face Turn, Heel Turn. This is kind of like a uh, kind of like buy or sell, uh, or good cop, bad cop, perhaps. You know, we will. Uh, I will announce a topic. And then we will discuss as to whether or not you fine gentlemen and myself will be heels or faces discussing these topics. Okay? Let's go. All right. So the first one here, we discussed this young lady a little bit earlier. Sasha Banks' future with the WWE is in doubt. Should she turn heel and feud with Becky Lynch? Uh, There was a a tweet uh, from Becky to support uh, Sasha from... uh, uh, her ongoing troubles here. She just she added Sasha Banks and said, "Fight me." Mm. So she was trying to be supportive, trying to help push up Sasha. So face turn, heel turn. Should Sasha stay with
1: WWE and turn heel to face Becky Lynch? So heel turn. Uh, yeah. Sasha should stay with WWE. She should turn heel. Uh, however, I don't think she should feud with Becky Lynch. Hmm. Uh, I think it would be really cool to keep Sasha and Bailey together and go off this storyline uh, that Sasha has been talking about, uh, that, that Sasha and Bailey have been talking about, where um, you know they're disgruntled, saying that they thought that they would hold the tag titles for a while. Uh, they're pretty upset with WWE. I think both of them should make a heel turn and continue that storyline of just being basically utterly upset with WWE and kind of start to try to tear apart the women's division. That's interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. j uh,
3: I'm going heel turn and selling because I just think, you know, is this kind of art imitating life a little too much here. And I just think Sasha Banks having somewhat of a point uh, is not getting her due mm. from the company um, I mean, if I, if you can correct me on this if I'm wrong, but I think she's won the belt uh, once or twice, mm-hmm. and her reign was barely a week she's, both times.
0: She's actually a five time champ, and her reigns have never lasted more, more than, than one mm-hmm. defense.
3: Exactly, yeah. more than one defense, yeah. and barely a month every time. You yeah, know? The, and so yeah,
0: the longest reign she had was with the tag titles with Bailey.
3: Well, I'm talking about. I'm just talking about the, the
0: heavyweight belt. Oh, yeah, the, the, yeah. the, 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 the women's single belt. Yeah, uh-huh. The
3: women's single belt. I think she's won that twice, right? Five times. Five times. Oh, she's won that five times. She's
0: won that five okay, times, and, and, but has never— And they were all short. Yeah, but has never ne- had a ne- successful defense. Yeah.
3: yeah, and so it's just, um, you know, it to toot her horn, she's too big for that. Okay. I just think, you know, um, AEW will come a-knocking, and, yeah. you know, she's not going to turn that down. Uh, so I so I'm I'm I'm, sell, I'm heel turning on 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 that for that reason. Okay. It's just the reality of the situation, uh, you
0: know. I'm going to go with a slight face turn here. Oh! No! No. I think break, I think that break uh, me, uh, Yeah, br- break break <laughs> up that break up these heels that are here. <laughs> and, and, you know, to, the, to my left and to my right. <laughs> I think that if if she can go to AEW, great. Go to AEW, live your life. Don't don't put your plate don't be in a place where you're unhappy mm-hmm. is, is my main point here. Yeah. However, I don't know how long her contract is. If she's in a long-term contract with yeah, WWE, she can't go anywhere. That's you know, like they'll they'll just slap her with a uh, like a, a no compete clause yeah. and an injunction, so yeah. she could compete anywhere. Yeah. So, if that's the case, might as well make it work and yeah. try and go be a heel. After this whole Lacey Evans thing blows over with with Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. turn heel and feud with Becky. Feud with I mean that's going to really drive your stock up. So that way when it's time to renegotiate with Vince, you've got a lot more leverage to either make more money or tell him to shove off. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I like that. I I, th- I think uh, I think we're going to go face turn heel. I, I'd love to see heel Sasha again. Yeah, when she was healing NXT, she was great. Mm-hmm. 100%. So so I, I'm going face on this one here, guys. Face turn, heel turn. Ronda Rousey's future and possible return. Uh, uh, Ronda Rousey did break her hand in the match, uh, so that's that's one injury that I forgot to name off here. Ronda Rousey did yep. break her hand yep. uh, in that match with uh, Charlotte and Becky. However, um, if she does, uh, you know, uh, would you would you rather her come back to WWE? Should she stay away for a while? What's what does her future look like? Face turn, heel turn.
3: Well, we know where I stand, so, <laughs> so I'll let you guys. I'll let I'll let Steve go. So well, let's I make it, second, let, Let's so. at least
0: make it official. Heel turn.
3: Yeah, well, let's make it official. Heel turn. Okay. Chair over the back instead of handshake. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know when they when the heel when the heel goes so, to shake so, the hand, turn around, and hit him with a chair.
0: Okay. Yeah. So no, so you, heel don't, turn. You, you don't want her anywhere. Turn.
3: No, I mean I, I wouldn't. That's that's a little extreme, but okay. I would say. Uh, she's really gotta determine if she if she wants to do this. Okay, you know
0: um, that's fair.
3: You know, towards the end there, uh, if this is the end, you know, so to speak. I know she's still under contract, Mm. but you know, the hiatus she's gonna go on for real reasons, family things like that. You know, raising a child. Um, for those things, you know, she needs to really consider: is this something she wants to do? Because Fans like me that are more purist and diehard are not going to let her off the hook mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. when she comes back with no respect for the art. With a smile on her face. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, she did have a goofy smile on her face when she walked in.
0: Yeah, She smiled she, at Joan she, Jet. Yes, and then she said, at
3: oh, I'm at work. And then she put her her <laughs> <new> face on <laughs> yeah, like But you just can't do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. People like me... Are gonna it, notice, Yeah, they it, were not gonna want you back.
0: It's funny because right when she <laughs> did that, I turned to Steve and I was like, "This is gonna drive J. Rod." Yeah. Yeah. Yes,
3: yeah. and somewhere yeah. on planet Earth, I was seizing.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I am hundred percent sure of that. So, so on this one, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little harder on Rhonda than I have in a while. I'm gonna go heel turn on this specifically because, and I talked about this a little bit after the show. Uh, after our Wrestlemania review show. Um, so, celebrities in wrestling mm. doesn't always work. Not always. And some not sometimes, not some angles work better than others. Ronda's fine. I don't mm. have a problem with Ronda. Mm. That being said, though, she was only in Wrestlemania because she's Ronda Rousey. Not because of the work that she's Hot put into the company. That, that's... That's he is going to make. I don't me care. That's truth. She was only in the WrestleMania <laughs> event because she is Ronda Rousey. Steve, not Steve's because a, oh. not because she's exceptionally good on the mic. Not because no, she's done exceptionally stuff. Like, exceptionally good stuff in the ring. Um, she's fine. She's getting there. Yeah, she has done so so much better and has improved a lot in the last few months. But I think if. If you're going to be in a position where you're going to be handed the WrestleMania main event, you need to be at a higher level than you are right now. Dang. Wow. Hot takes here so from Steven.
3: I, he's going uh, to make me defend Ronda
0: Rousey. <laughs> Only thing I can oh, say hold is... Hold on.
3: Hold on. Okay, oh. I was gonna,
0: I'll defend Ronda Rousey. Oh. Okay, okay. So, oh. uh, so both of y'all have turned heel two times in a row. I'm going to turn face for the second oh, time in a row. Yeah. Okay, So here's the deal. I don't think that there's any reason why Ronda Rousey couldn't come back and do this with WWE. I think she has probably all the leverage in the world to come back and 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 work with WWE. If she's telling Vince, "Hey, I'm going to take a year off to try and start a family, and I'll be back later," and Vince is cool with it, dude, take the ball and go. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, he's he's literally giving you a free pass to do this here. There's something that Vince obviously likes in Ronda Rousey, and I do agree with you. I'll tell it, you right it, now.
1: The fact that her name is Ronda Rousey—that's what Vince likes about Ronda. Perhaps Rousey. so. Perhaps so. You know, Whether he sees whether he sees good wrestling, move.
0: whether he sees good wrestling, or whether he sees dollar signs whenever he sees Ronda Rousey—that's that's for him to decide. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, she's got all the leverage in the world to do whatever she wants to do right now, and why why screw up a, a good thing when you yeah. have it set? I, yeah. agree. And, and, I but, agree. But but I, I do tentatively agree with you in that. I mean. When you get back, refocus. Put, put, all put, put, put the yeah. work. Put the work do in. Do some assessing. Yeah, do some assessing. Put in good work, and everything will be fine. If yeah, you yeah. want to continue being a really good heel, be a really good heel. If you want to be babyface Ronda like you were when you first came
1: in, that's cool too. Mm-hmm. You know, but but put in a hundred percent effort. Yeah. This yeah. yeah. No, that's like I, I said, yeah. like I don't have a problem with Ronda Rousey necessarily. Yeah. I think uh, I think for someone who's been doing it. For so little time, mm. she actually looks... I mean, she looks a hell of a lot better than I would in yeah. the ring. Yeah. You know, she she does do some good work, and, and she's fine on the mic. Yeah. Uh, I just think if, if she's going to take time off, and, and you're going to come back... Because you know she's going to come back with a huge pop and yeah. everything like that. Yeah. I think she should take some of that time to kind of... To maybe... Make make her break a little bit longer. Mm. Put in some more uh, time in like house shows or or just training in general, and come out how everyone was wanting you and that, to and come that, out. That's as as opposed to, to as opposed yeah. to this kind of um, we're I feel like we're getting Ronda Rousey at her like seventy or eighty percent training. Mm. And she's not as good as she can or should yeah. be.
3: But okay, that's, that's what I was going to say, making me defend her, mm-hmm. is my main criticism of her is that she's at 70%, 80%. Mm-hmm. And she's looking at Pura saying, what's wrong? Yeah. Because yeah. her athleticism is about a 120%. Mm-hmm. True. So
1: For her, true,
3: her she pops when she works. So, mm-hmm. that, that's why I'm saying I have to defend her because... I don't think she doesn't belong... I'm not saying you're saying she doesn't belong in the ring. Right, right, right. But I, I think her ring work, specifically spot-wise, has been phenomenal. That mm-hmm. spot where they kind of bridged her up and Begulich kicks her, she takes a dead drop mm-hmm. on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They yeah, make yeah. sure they poise her up so she don't break her neck. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Yeah. It's just she looked at that. To kind
1: of give a weird example, one more yeah. thing. We'll, we'll Moving along here soon. Go it, ahead. It's, it's kind of similar to like, sense? it's kind of like a, a, a video game coming out Right? Yeah. And, and this video game has a lot of bugs. Yeah. And, and the, the actual game and the it's gameplay great. is fantastic, but it crashes all the time. It crashes all the you time. You know? Exactly. And so it's kind of similar to Rhonda, where she goes in the ring, she has these cool spots. You're like, this is awesome. Rhonda is messing these girls up. And then she gets on the mic and flubs a line and, and doesn't really have yeah. the. The characteristics she should, and it's it's kind of like that. Yeah. As you can tell, Steven and j Raw
0: are very passionate about the subject on <laughs> yes. the Rousey, so we wanted to make sure that we gave them enough time, but yes. let's not forget, we've got a couple more here for yep. you guys. Face turn, heel turn, should the Kofi and Daniel Bryan match close WrestleMania? Should that have been the closer, as opposed to the women main event? I'm going full heel. Full heel. And I'm Jeez. coming
3: at you sexist Twitter trolls out there, shut your mouth. The main event was good. Okay. It was classy. Okay, It was epic. Get over it. But did... Women can work <laughs> in this business at a high level.
0: I, I, uh, just real quick, just real quick, I think a big part of their point... And I'm not turning full face here. (laughs) A big part of their point is... Just wanted to get that out. A lot of people thought that the Kofi Daniel Bryan match was the overall best match on the card.
3: I personally didn't.
0: Oh, okay. Personally.
3: I thought it was the best moment on the card.
0: Okay, cool.
3: But I I actually thought, you know, uh, I have the women's main event and Triple H and Batista ahead of that. Because they had more spots and it told a better in-ring story. Okay. You know, because again, Kofi and, and Brian was great because it was this great moment and it was a great build-up, but the story was kind of, you know, generic. Mm-hmm. The in-ring story. Mm-hmm. It was told well, but it was generic.
1: Yeah, it. You know.
3: Uh, so, so
1: uh, go ahead. If
0: you...
3: So, so I, was, I was just saying, you know, Triple H and Batista and, and the Women's main event told a better story.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. In, in ring. Steven, okay. Steven heel turn face turn.
1: So I I don't really want to do either.
2: Just, uh, oh, just, no, this ain't that type of show. Uh, <laughs> I just so especially
3: when I'm about to get Let me put it to you them. this
1: way. Let me put it to you this way. They killed it, if Twitter we knew if we knew how both <laughs> matches were going to end. Like we already knew yeah. how they were how they were going okay. to go. Let me make, let me make it easy. Knowing what you know now.
0: Okay. Should should Kofi and Daniel Bryan have closed WrestleMania? Heel turn, yes. Knowing what
1: we know now. Wait, well, that's a face turn. Is that though. a face turn? That's a face turn. I'm confused you think about it should have? Well, yeah, so, so Heel I think turn it, it should have. Okay, so so face turn, I, I, I think it should be the opposite way, but I'll go face turn and, and say that it should have closed WrestleMania. Right. Knowing what we know now. Um, for For me personally, especially with that ending. Whether Ronda botched it, whether Becky or the ref botched it, who knows? Blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, knowing what we know now, I do think that the Kofi Daniel Bryan match would have been a better ending to WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, just because the the match itself, I think, was great. Uh, I think the moments were great, and the fact that uh, you know Kofi Mania was in full force. Seeing the very last thing after seven and a half hours. You see Kofi Br- or Kofi Kingston defeat Daniel Bryan. That would have been a much bigger moment. That being said, though, if there wasn't that strange ending yeah. to the women's main yeah. event, yeah. I wouldn't have this opinion. It, yeah. But because there was that ending, it was just kind of confusing. The match itself was decent. I really liked the match. But because of that ending, yeah. I think the Kofi Daniel Bryan match was a better overall match. Yeah. And in a perfect world, yes, I do think it should have ended it. Uh, that being yeah. said, though, me personally, I trusted the, these women to to give us a great match, and by all accounts, they did, except yeah. for and, the last. Three and again,
3: seconds. Uh, real quick, I just wanted to respond. Um, yeah. I don't put a lot of stock in endings because, as Booker T said, you know, it's it's the ballet. You know, yeah. so it's it's, you know, how was the overall choreography? And but, I felt the overall but what choreography I mean here is was... like,
1: yeah, it's it's not just the the destination, but the journey. Yeah. But if you take a look at both matches, both of the journeys were good. Yeah. Both yeah. of the starts were good. And so, if you have to compare them, the only thing that I would say was not good was the ending okay. to the women's main event. Okay. So okay. if you had to compare them, yes, I would give it to the the Daniel Bryan match just because both of them were so good up until those last couple seconds. Okay, I I, 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 I
0: can respect that. I'm going to give it a a face turn here. Mm -hmm. I I agree, and I'll make this really quick here Mm -hmm. because I know we've got one more to do here Mm -hmm. Uh, before we get on to, of course, Fantasy Warfare Finals. Mm -hmm. That is our main event for the evening. Mm -hmm. We don't want to run this like WrestleMania 7 style where we over... (laughs) uh, WrestleMania uh, 35 style where we overstay our welcome office. But um, uh, we appreciate you all tuning in of course um i'm again face turn here i think that knowing what we know now i think kofi brown kofi and daniel Bryan should have closed the show only because yes the the botch at the end Mm -hmm. or what people saying is a botch uh, ronda's shoulders being up was the botch in all of this here uh Mm -hmm. but i think that that slight thing uh really made it um uh, a little bit lackluster, fell a little bit flat, and the crowd reaction was very delayed because they didn't know yeah. what happened. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think overall the best match on the card was, in my opinion, Kofi and Daniel yeah. Bryan. Um. And I think once people saw that Kofi won the title, they were like, Ugh. Okay. Yeah. That's it. I have to. You know. There's five more matches on the card, but I've had my favorite part. And yeah. I'm, you know, we, the crowd. Now was,
3: was Kofi Bryan too soon? That could be an argument.
0: That's possible.
3: Could Should it have been a co-main event? Or should it have been behind the mm-hmm. main event? The, I, I can compromise there. Yeah. yeah. I just felt for the magnitude, the moment, they earned that spot. Yeah. Right.
1: If you know the question... I, mean, I was just about to spot. say, I'm glad you brought it up. If the question is, <laughs> did these... I'm sorry, are we are we do we need <laughs> to move on? I think we need to move on okay, here soon. Okay, Go ahead and okay. give your last it, response to this topic. Here. If the question is do these women deserve the main event, thousand percent. Hundred thousand percent. Okay. okay. But if the question is which one is the better match, it's Daniel. Okay. You
3: I'm, know. I I can live with that. Y'all went on
1: that for about ten minutes. <laughs> so, uh, so hot takes, hot takes. Hot takes. <laughs> very hot very
0: takes. two very passionate opinions here on this uh, on that particular subject. Yes. Um Kofi uh well uh, nope, I'm not falling into that trap. I'm not gonna talk about Kofi and Brian anymore. <laughs> um uh, uh, so uh last topic here for uh face turn heel turn, wrestling observer newsletter and Dave Meltzer rated Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole's match from TakeOver New York City a 5.5 5 out of 5 so he actually broke the scale for this match here um, it's the first WWE match in history to ever do such a thing
2: mm.
0: so just real quickly gentlemen face turn heel turn is Gargano and Cole match from NXT TakeOver New York the greatest match in WWE history
3: now, I, I don't- face turn No,
0: I I
1: don't. Absolutely. Absolutely. Face turn, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I don't really know what other way to put it other than this is the most fun I've ever had watching a match. Uh, Both guys pulled out huge moves that I've never seen before. Uh, They both sold everything super well. Um, Like J-Raw's been been saying, great in-ring story happening. Uh, I don't want to go too long on it, but yes, the... Yes, heel turn. Yes, or face turn. Yes. I'm. I Jira.
3: gotta go. Uh, it, it's close. I, I don't want to make a choice here. I don't want to make a choice here. But but that's the game. Jira. Slightly, slightly. And I'm saying slightly. Mm-hmm. He'll turn here. Okay. okay. And it might just be the nostalgia. Mm. But um,
1: nostalgia. Shawn powerful.
3: Michaels, Bret Hart, Iron Match. Uh, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. Iron Man match. You know, one hour meeting overtime. You know, uh spots on top of spots, bigger wrestlers, you know, at this point in their careers. Mm-hmm. Um
1: you could argue that for sure.
3: You know, but Gargano Cole, you know, that that was some of the best work I've seen. For the, for the longest time, because I'll be honest, it reminded me of um, uh, uh, Ibushi and, it was Ibushi and, uh, no, it was mm. Osprey and Ibushi? A, Osprey and
0: Ibushi and from, uh, from yeah. WrestleKingdom 13. It reminded
3: me of that, but that match was a lot quicker. Mm. But it was at <laughs> that level for longer. So, and I that see. was, and and, and <laughs> Osprey, Ibushi was one of the best matches I've seen Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and so but it was it was that 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 level for you know about twice as long you know and so um, but man I mean the moves these guys think of now you know they weren't thinking of back then you know what I mean so we're gonna fault Bret Hart and Shawn, uh, Shawn Michaels for now.
2: right.
1: That side ring,
3: you know, side ring D, aerial DDT. I was Man,
1: just about to say one of the spots from that match yeah. where he he did the yes. uh, he like spun around with a DDT on Adam yeah. Cole, did a yeah. super kick to Roderick Strong in the middle of yes. it. Yes, landed. I mean oh, it's, yeah. it's it's epic. Yeah, it's epic. Insane.
3: But I mean, you know, are we gonna fault? You know, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels for not having the technology nowadays to, to, to I mean, try those stunts.
0: Before, I mean, you know? I mean, I don't fault them at all for for that. I think that in a lot of ways, and I'm gonna I'm gonna turn face on this one here. Uh, I it's a big I'm surprise. Not, gonna, uh, be, <laughs> yeah, me me the big Johnny Gargano mark here. Um, no, yeah, I mean, I think in a lot of ways, uh, matches like what Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels have had in the past, whether it's the Iron Man match or any of the other matches, I think yeah. those. Those, obviously, um, they evolve over time. And it's hard to see those with new eyes now and get the same appreciation yeah, for exactly, it. for yeah. sure. But I definitely see how the matches like those influence the matches that Gargano and, exactly. and Cole have yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I will say, no match in quite some time had made me actually get up out of my seat more than the Gar- Gargano Cole match, and he, you can argue, okay, well, the first two falls felt kind of eh, whatever, a little quick, a little, little, little yeah. bit, a little bit quick. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the drama that built up in that third fall was just fantastic. I, I I gave it six stars personally myself, six out of five. Which I mean, that's one of the best matches I've ever seen. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's probably going to go down to one of the greatest matches of all time. Yeah. I hope WWE views it as one of their best matches yeah. of all time because that thing stole not only the show but the weekend. It and that was weekend, yeah. and that was so hard to do, especially for this NXT Takeover card, where you could argue four out of the five matches were five stars, or mm-hmm. you know, yeah. were four and a half to five stars, or in Cole and Gargano's case, higher. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go a face turn on this one here. Uh, uh-huh. And I'm gonna say, yeah, the greatest match in WWE history for me personally.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of the a lot that goes into being a fan of WWE and, and being an analytical fan is uh, suspending your disbelief. And uh, some mm. matches, I need to actively suspend my disbelief. <laughs> yeah. But with this match it made me suspend my disbelief. Yeah, I know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. I agree completely with that.
0: Yeah. Um, some uh, A few quick shorts here to give you all final thoughts before uh, the Fantasy Warfare Finals. Mm-hmm. Um, again, uh, we're going to do a little quick thing here. This week in wrestling history. Okay? So there's been a few big moments here uh, You know, going back years and years and years and years and years, of course. Yeah. Um, on uh, on let's see here April the 8th this day in history uh, uh, the Ultimate Warrior passed away mm-hmm. um, and um, I mean that's a pretty big moment yeah um, uh, I know that he had like just got inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame uh, just a few days before just a couple days before came out on Raw to give a speech and then he he, he uh, had a heart attack I think in a parking lot somewhere headed back home and passed away mm-hmm. Um on April the 9th, uh, there was an episode of Raw where Linda McMahon uh, told Vince McMahon that she wanted a divorce. Yikes! Yeah, <laughs> kayfabe, <laughs> obviously. I think yeah. uh, they're still together. Um, uh, on April eleventh, this day in history, Edge retired, and uh, and Harley Race was actually born. So, mm. so uh, mm-hmm. one. Leg- I think
1: uh, in, in my wrestling life, Edge retiring is probably the single saddest moment. For yeah, me personally. That's, yeah. that's a that's a hard that's a hard moment. Uh yeah, yeah. huge Rated R fan. It's very sad. Mm-hmm. You got any thoughts on Edge, Jira?
3: Um, no. I mean, that was about the time why why i had actually stopped watching wrestling, so I didn't okay. get to see a lot of Edge, um, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. like, like in like you know real time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, yeah. like, I know about him from you know reviewing, but right. um, uh, in real time, I didn't really get to see a lot of that Edge was energy. Awesome. But he, he was seemed, awesome. yeah. yeah
0: uh, and then uh, April 14th or April 13th rather, which was uh, uh, yesterday, this day in history, ECW debuted on pay per view with Barely Legal, uh, which was their first ever pay per view show. Um, I I didn't watch it live, obviously, but um, I do remember getting a bootleg DVD copy of it um, some years later. And uh, it it stood up pretty well, um, you know. I mean, it, it introduced uh, um, uh, fans of a more uh, literal hardcore fan base yeah. uh, to things that they have never seen before. Uh, so uh, that was something that uh, I, I think is really fundamental and really important. It, I mean, it showed that there could be multiple different organizations that you know not 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 everybody was held down by just two organizations. For that sure. ECW, very indie, very punk rock. Gave something different for a more rabid fan base. Obviously,
3: stuff of nightmares.
0: Stuff of nightmares. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. No, uh, more more blood than you can shake a stick at. (laughs) Um, Then
3: you want to shake that stick because there's blood on it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You got to get it off the stick. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, Male wrestler of the week, gentlemen. Uh, so this is a little segment here where we want to we want to give props to who we think were the top performers of the week. Uh, so we'll we'll cover this for WrestleMania week as a whole. Uh, Steven, who is your male wrestler of the week?
1: Man, it's got to be Johnny Champion. Johnny Champion. It's got to be Johnny Gargano, hundred yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The I mean, we we've talked about it. Obviously, that match was. Uh, I think was it your match of the week as well? Yes. Yeah. So. Everyone at Headlock Talks Match match of the Week, obviously yeah. he was the one who ended up winning that match. Um, I mean, even even the build-up to this match in the, the past couple months, I, I know this is Male Wrestler of the Week, but uh, if you just take a look at Johnny Gargano's build-up up, in, up into the greatest match of his career, I mean, it really can't be anyone else, in my opinion.
3: Yeah. Not, I mean... My, mine, again, is more sentimental. I'm mm-hmm. wrestler, wrestler of the week. I'm going to have to go Batista. Mm-hmm. Oh. Farewell, Batista. Yeah. You know, um, definitely like can't one. wait to see your movies. Uh, and you ended out on a great note, uh, closing out the Evolution Angle. Uh, you know, kudos to you. So, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm going to go with, uh, well, I, I've got a few. Johnny's obviously, uh, you know, for me, really high up there. You know, he he definitely deserves a superstar uh, male uh, wrestler of the week. Sorry, they're not just superstars; they're wrestlers, of of course. (laughs) Sports Um, entertainers, sports entertainers, as Tommaso Ciampa would put it. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, it's it's kind of a three way tie for me. I'm, I'm gonna go. I mean, I, well, I hate to leave somebody else out here. Uh, an honorable mention to Seth Rollins. He's mm-hmm. already been a champion before, but mm-hmm. him regaining the title is really big for him. Um, Wish the match was better or whatever. Yeah, sure. We <laughs> yeah. all do. Yeah. Um, I, I mean,
3: Brock had to catch a flight.
0: He, apparently, <laughs> uh, where, where, to where some place where he's ultimately appreciated. By the way. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, I'm going. To, I'm going to go with Gargano and Cole both. Male wrestlers of the week. Okay. They My put name. out. They put a fantastic match fantastic. on. Not not only did Gargano get this because he's the champion now, but Adam Cole reminded us all. Hey, we know that Chamas Champa is gone, but there's there's also still big heels here. Yeah, and yeah. Adam Cole proved that he's a huge heel. And and it, to have an audience go from being all pro, Adam Cole at the very beginning. Hearing over twenty thousand people go "Adam Cole, baby!" Yeah. when he when he made his entrance to them flipping and being so pro Gargano, mm-hmm. you know, midway through the match was was mind blowing, and both gentlemen deserve a lot of props for that. I'm also gonna give it give the nod to Kofi Kingston. Kofi deserves yeah, be, yeah. deserves being uh, uh, wrestler of the week mm. for his uh, winning of the first uh, his first WWE championship. Yeah, so I think that's definitely uh, something well well deserving for Kofi. So so are we trying to nail it down to one or you can I mean you can give props to whatever okay, whoever. fair enough yeah right, fair enough. So I'm gonna, I got a little bit of a three way. I could yeah. I couldn't just just put it on one. Unfortunately for me, mine wasn't so decisive. Mm. Um. Female Wrestler of the Week is actually a lot more decisive than that's for me here. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's only one in my mind. So, yep. for Female Wrestler of the Week, I'm going with the man, Becky Lynch. Yeah. Uh,
1: is is the Female Wrestler of the Week for me. Uh, what, what do you guys think? No, I mean, I, I pretty much agree with that. I don't think there's anyone else that it really could be. Yeah, yeah.
3: So, I mean, I'm going. I, I mean, I guess I'm looking
1: at it like. Shayna Baszler. No! <laughs>
3: Uh, unfortunately her 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 match ended in in a in a rote storytelling way yeah but, uh but you know still still a great match. It just kind of ended with you know uh bills were pulled out again, you know so mm-hmm. but uh I, yeah, I mean I, I can see Becky Lynch, I'm going honestly Charlotte flair as an as a female wrestler slash honorable mention mm-hmm. because I mean, good gracious man, she's held that division down. Like, yeah you want to say it's popularity or whether you want to say it's, you know, her ring work. You they should know? start calling but her
1: Atlas. Yeah, yeah. carrying the holding, women's carry, division on Carrying that
3: division. I mean, mm-hmm. my goodness. I mean, she, she 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 covered most of the spots. <laughs> uh, he to, he's getting that tender, <laughs> But, uh, but you know, I'm just saying, you know I mean, she does the dirty work.
2: Yeah. The grunt work. Yeah.
3: And so I want to put her in the spotlight for that. And, um, and another one kind of – I kind of see this segment as kind of giving some people shine – you know, outside of what we normally talk about. Yeah. So, uh, Io Shirai. I me
0: mean, my, my goodness. Good, yeah. good shout. Io my Shirai had a great. Uh, goodness. Yeah, she had a great match at Takeover in the her work doorway.
3: is fast, and violent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's so small, you yeah. know. uh, But yes, I uh, gotta give those, uh, give them their kudos, um, and of course, you know, Becky Lynch. You know, she she did her thing and she got her her moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we're all in agreement there, um, you know. And then, of course, uh, you know Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, you know, they're uh, you know they're they're having a lot of fun together. I, I've I've heard so good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good good for them. Yeah. 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 Um, match of the week. I mean. Uh, f- I'll I'll give you some honorable mentions here. Um the I have uh, two. Yeah, the yeah. the Kofi Bryan match is obviously yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna also give it to Kota abushi and uh, Tetsuya Naito from the G one Supercard. They had a knockout, knockdown drag out fight. And it was wonderful. It was a great match. Probably not up to par with some of their other ones in New Japan, but it's still one of the one of the best matches of uh, uh, WrestleMania weekend. Mm. Uh, Will Ospreay had a great match with Bandito you know, mm. that, that I really enjoyed. Um, but I mean, obviously, it can only be one. I mean, Gargano and Cole was match of the week for me. Yeah, bar none.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, for me, my I'm I have uh, my match of the weekend an honorable mention. Match of the week, uh, not to be too. Uh, similar, but we're in sync here. Yeah, uh, Gargano cole definitely going to be my match of the week. Uh, you know, that's one of the one of the best, if not the best, wrestling match that I've ever seen in my life. Uh, honorable mention, though, to the tag team match uh, for NXT with Alistair Black and Ricochet yeah, and the, the War Raiders—a good show, uh, fantastic match. And I know I've said on the air before that I'm not the biggest fan of tag team matches, um, but they—if there was ever a textbook. Dictionary definition for how a tag team match should be played out, this is definitely It's that.
3: really, it's really a, and I think, like I said, you know, we're just carrying on the theme of overall what we talked about today. Uh, this is the wrestling that the mainstream is ready for. Yeah. Because it's wrestling.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: You know, and so it's really, the tag team match should really be four people mm. in choreographed unison and cohesion. Yeah. You know, and communication.
1: It should be this. It should
3: be this. Yeah. Yeah. You know? exactly. and so, um, uh, I, I gotta say, uh, Gargano Cole, obviously, best match of the weekend. Um, uh, you know, probably one, probably one of the, uh, definitely one of the best matches ever. Yeah. Um, you know, and probably the best in history. Uh, but I, I did enjoy War Raiders as much. War Raiders, yeah. Ray Black. Um, You know, but there is something to be said for just gritty, hardcore storytelling, which is what *Gargano and Cole was. For sure. And then, as Honorable Mention, War Raiders and Ricochet Black is just that, you know, it's not as much of a storytelling from the angle, the outside angle, Mm -hmm. but just, you know, that in-ring flash, you know, and style and swagger. Yeah. uh, You know, this had all that. And again, like I said, that's wrestling. That's what wrestling is. Where it should be hmm. and uh, where it's going, well, like you know, like then, now, forever. But that's against where it yeah. should be and where it's going. Just play Jesus three back to back clips <laughs> yes,
1: of this match, yes,
3: of the match, <laughs> and just, yeah. just you know, Gargano and Cole and War Raiders and Ricochet, Black in the background. Yeah, and, yes. it, and this, this is what, what the standard. This is the
0: benchmark. And, and you know what? I'd hate to be a huge NXT mark, but you know what? Screw it. Um, <laughs> um, really and truly. There really wasn't a bad match at Takeover. No, was so no. so. Uh, I mean, props also need to go to Matt Riddle and Team Dream for having a very very 100%. good match. Yeah, uh, and also Walter and Pete Dunn yes. had an awesome match too. And I mean, the ladies the ladies did too, obviously. Yeah. Yes, uh, but Walter and Pete Dunn was like. Old school, old Smash Bros. Yeah, that was violent. It was a great match, and both those guys deserved a lot of and props. I, too. And I, was, I was
3: telling you in the text. Um, you know, it was a great change of pace. Yeah, you know, you've got all this high flying, and then you just got this physicality. Uh, yeah. Shouts to Pete Dunn for selling that. And, yeah. and for being a great and champion pa- and, lo- pa- yeah, and yeah, and
0: losing like a champion should when he loses his yes, title. Yeah.
3: Yes, exactly, exactly. You know.
0: Um so yeah, I think we got the matches of the week pretty mm-hmm. much nailed. This is now time for the main event, ladies and gentlemen, what we have all been waiting for for weeks and weeks and weeks. The Fantasy Warfare Finals. And just so that way we, we can keep you up to pace with how we got here. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, yeah.
2: um,
0: How we got here. We, um, we had the semis a couple weeks back uh, uh, between Seth Rollins and Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa came away the winner in that match, uh, taking him to the finals. And Kenny Omega defeated Daniel Bryan to also get to the finals. Yep. So, with that said, in one corner, (sighs) we have perhaps the best heel in the industry for all of 2018 and going through 2019, Tommaso Ciampa. And the other corner, the cleaner, Kenny Omega. Best Bout Machine, Kenny Omega. Yep. I, uh, Best Bout Machine. L- look, for all intents and purposes, before we get into it, this is absolutely a dream match for me. Yeah. I'm yeah. so sad that we won't get this anytime soon. Yeah. No. yeah but, we are getting it now. So do we do uh the the rules are very simple here. We can talk about history, we can talk about all their matches from 2018, we can talk about titles, we can talk about pretty much all of what great made both of these men great, mm-hmm. right? And and shout outs go to you know all the other competitors for Fantasy Warfare 2018, but there can only be one here today. Yep. So this is a battle of good and evil. Mm-hmm. So Let's begin, gentlemen. Where do we want to start here with this match?
3: Um, I would say stylistically, um, angle-wise, obviously Omega would be the face, Chopper would be the heel, but stylistically what would make this match iconic is the fact that, you know, Omega wrestles like a heel, you know? He does, Uh, yeah. And so it, it would just add a nuance to the match, um, and I don't know if we're going straight to who we think would win.
2: Oh, we can, uh, yeah.
3: but uh, it would add a nuance to the match. Um, I'm not ready to say who would win. Okay. I, I'm not okay. sure. I'm not, okay, you yeah. know, but I would I would start there. the The style of wrestling, you know, would you know would add, add an additional angle to you know the story that will probably be told before the yeah. match. Yeah, no,
1: for sure. sure. I mean, both of these guys they have uh, obviously insane in ring work, insane mic work, and everything. Um, very. Very different wrestlers, but also very similar in a lot of ways. You know, I lot think of, they lot would of, mesh very well. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, lo- lots of big knees. Big uh, <laughs> you know, lo- lots of hard hits, everything like that. Um, like you said, this would be a dream match. The- these are pretty much my two favorite wrestlers, and for good reason. Uh, these guys are super, super, super talented. Um, I am going to go ahead and put my pick out there. Okay. Um, my pick is going to be what's on my shirt right now. Uh,
2: Big Daddy, Mr.
1: Blackheart, Tommaso Ciampa. Okay. Um, Okay. So Ciampa is my favorite wrestler. Let me just get that out of the way. (laughs) He's absolutely my favorite. Uh, I know I've spoke on the show before. I uh, took a step back from wrestling for for a few years and uh, recently got back into it, and a lot of my newfound love for wrestling is at the hands of Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, he has the best heel work I've ever seen. Uh, he sells everything like he stole it. Uh, that being said, though, you know Omega, probably my second favorite wrestler at this point. Uh, at this point, um, you know the it's 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 really hard, and I thought about this for a long time, but I do have to go with Ciampa. Well, what ultimately brought you to deciding Tommaso Champa? So uh, the biggest thing for me was his title run in NXT, uh, specifically because that's pretty much my favorite title run of anyone ever. Okay. Uh, the, the the way he treated the championship, the way he talked about it, um, the way he acted around it, and in the ring when it is a title match, um, how he called it Goldie. You know he he made that title run his own mm. and, and sold it really really well and crafted a really really good story out of it. Mm, very I'm, interesting.
3: I'm gonna go uh my pick, I'm gonna go with Omega.
1: Oh snap. You're just the deciding factor.
3: Because, Dang. Just, <laughs> just because uh I'm a I'm a Vince McMahon out here, uh good's gonna triumph over evil. Mm. But also as well because I think uh Omega just has an it factor that's just a little bit bigger than Chapa's. Mm. Um and I just think you know um uh he he would carry that over and it would be a close match you know mm-hmm. um yeah but but uh but I just see you know uh, was it a trigger
0: the V-Trigger V-Trigger
3: yeah see, see a V-Trigger finish him out plus Ciampa yeah. would really sell that
0: oh yeah yeah Yeah, so Tomás yeah, you know. Ciampa would sell the V-Trigger really well and the One-Winged Angel for sure mm. yeah, yeah I think it would be good so so what ultimately brought you to, to deciding on Kenny
1: was it the, the star factor
3: um, I just think the star factor I mean I think uh, that would be you know an angle to end all angles storyline like I mean this, this would be I see this as the culmination of several matches and I just think Omega comes out on top cause that's just it's the, it, to me it's the it's the better angle hmm. you know what I mean I yeah. it it, it Ciampa makes him work for it mm-hmm. you know what I mean like wrestling's a lot like battle rap where it you, you know it's not about the win or the loss it's just about how good it looks mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah, yeah. and so I think Ciampa would make him look good you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think that that would I be the story. Think they both make
1: each other look Well,
3: really, just really I'm well. just saying, I'm right. just saying no,
1: in, yeah. in victory. Yeah.
3: It would it would, you know, he he would lift him up, he would put him over mm. so to
0: speak. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Well, Mr. Tanner, these are all good points, Tillman. Well,
3: oh, i uh, oh, so real quick. I could just imagine, you know what I mean, him trying to take him out of Bullet Club. You know what I mean? Like oh, was just trying to... Yeah. You know what I mean? Trying to... You know, like... I can imagine the promo. It's just him trying to... You know, oh, yeah. You know, no, was, mess with his mind. And, yeah. You know what I mean? The way he did Gargano. You know... I can see... You know what I mean? And that, that culminated in Omega saying... No, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and finally overcoming yeah. the mind games. You know what I mean? I could You know, it, just selling it. No, know. of
0: course. I mm-hmm. mean... And, and, and look there's really no losers here in this finals but there can only be one winner only one winner Um, and I mean there's so many things and both of you guys brought up really really good points Uh, obviously Kenny does bring an enormous star power uh, in with him into this match there's a there's a A really good reason as to why WWE pushed so hard and was going to pay him so well Mm -hmm. to to get into WWE um, because really he would be the game changing talent for them had he signed with them
2: yeah
0: uh, which is which is pretty big Um, you know I mean he had he finally won the IWGP uh, heavyweight championship from Okada um, at Dominion in 2018. A yeah, fantastic match, the only seven star match in history, uh, oh. from Wrestling Observer Newsletter. So that's something that's to take into consideration. The man hardly ever has a bad match. Yeah, yeah. I mean he's he really does, and I'm sure that there's a lot of biases in, in with Wrestling Observer Newsletter. They do a uh, Dave Meltzer specifically watches a lot of New Japan, um, and rightfully so. Everybody should watch a lot of New Japan too. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, Tommaso Ciampa puts on great matches, was revolutionary in how good of a heel you can be, too. Mm-hmm. To The fact that you can come out without any music and just be walking to the ring showered in booze from the crowd yeah. is is crazy. And it, have it work. And have it work. Yeah. And be, have that be the heat that draws you into the ring. That's awesome. That's a really old school I mean, there was a time where there wasn't ring entrance music, mm-hmm. right? And that harks back to that. Um, I'll,
3: I'll tell you how good a heel he is. Yeah. When he came out to congratulate uh, uh, Gargano, I like. I'm like, you know, the guy's broken neck. Yeah. But even still, I was thinking like, he's in character, <laughs> but he wasn't. Yeah. But that's how I mean. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. I. I you know. You, it, you
0: thought he was going to come out and and and. and... Like cold cock Gargano and smash him. (laughs) In front of his wife. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm just
3: saying that's how you know what I mean? You know, that's how good
0: of a heel he is.
3: mm, That thought it you know, you know, uh, You've
0: um, been so shenanigans. I mean, I mean, Gar- look. I mean, <laughs> Champa had so many good matches this year too with Gargano, like a, the, the three match three match series with Gargano. Mm-hmm. We we could have seen Champa being in the two out of three falls match. I wish that would have happened, yeah, but yeah. I'm still happy that we got Adam Cole in there. Um, uh, Chump also had amazing matches with Velveteen Dream. Uh, he reformed DIY out of nowhere, you know, which was awesome. Yeah. him and Johnny Gargano got to get back together for a little bit. Um, uh, and then uh, I think I said the Velveteen Dream and Aleister Black matches were very good too. Um, so it's not like Kenny's the only one around here having great matches, right? Uh, Kenny did have some spectacular matches though. Um, you know, he uh, he went a whole year, not a whole year, but rather he went. He went about half the year, you know, retaining the title. One blemish against Kenny, though, is that he did lose to Kota Ibushi in the G1 tournament.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: he's not an undefeated champion in that sense. He is not invincible. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm gonna go with Tommaso Ciampa. I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna go with Tommaso Ciampa oh. for, for the first ever, uh, fantasy warfare final spot. I just feel like. I feel like Tommaso Ciampa would be able, in a match, if I'm playing it out in my head, he's able to go a little bit further into the deeper waters than Kenny. I think Kenny yeah. would come out furious and hit him with all of his spots, and Kenny would make it great. We all know that Kenny has an amazing amount of endurance and stamina to go into a match. He would, yep. he wrestled Okada for uh, over 70 minutes in their 2 out of 3 falls bout. Mm-hmm. Um, but Okada's not Ciampa. Mm-hmm. Ciampa's a lot more violent, a lot more uh, of a mastermind. Yeah, so more yeah more cerebral. More yeah. cerebral. The promos to this match would be great. And I think Tommaso has just a little bit more to get into Omega's head. And then when it's all finally said and done, Tommaso Ciampa would be hitting the fairytale ending or the draping DDT. And that would be it for Omega. Yep. I'm just uh, so I'm I'm gonna go with Tomaso Champa here. Oh, uh, so Tomaso Champa, congratulations! You are the first ever fantasy warfare champion from Headlock Talk. Congratulations so, and rightfully so. And and, and congratulations and, and, and commiserations to Kenny Omega. This again was not a loss on your part here. You got to the finals for a reason. Yep. we absolutely loved the journey of both of you guys to get here. Um, it's just, yeah. I, I just think it's a little. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa just had the slight edge going in. Yeah. And and I think that's that's all it took here. Um, but yeah. So congratulations, Tommaso Ciampa. Get yeah. well soon. You know. Uh, I mean, you, you're you're the sentimental winner here, and we hope that uh, you recover and and make it to the ring again soon. Yeah. Uh, and Kenny, we'll see you again uh, very very soon as well. You know. Uh, you'll be. Uh, uh, going at that fighter fest and mm-hmm. at uh, Double or Nothing, so that'll be great. Yeah, I just think, you know, like I said, Tommaso Champa being an undefeated champion
1: just gave it a little bit more. But yeah, I like the point you made about uh, about Champa uh, being willing to go into deeper waters that, than Kenny Omega is, and, and being willing to go wherever it takes yeah. to get the win. Yeah, 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 and, and th- I think that's what's that's what separates
0: heels and faces dynamic wise is mm. you know, if we're going with Kenny being the face, and I and I definitely agree with you on that, J Raw, I think Kenny would be the clear face here. You know, you would see him cutting the promos yeah. and you know, uh good night, bang, you yep, know, and yep. doing like all his shtick with the young bucks behind him. You know, but I think Tomasa would have just a little bit slight of an edge being like you know the young bucks have turned on you before, right? Yeah. Like, you know that's a thing. You, know, how many people actually like you, Kenny? Yeah. And like really gets into Kenny's head. and oh, yeah. Makes him feel really, you know, bad about himself. I think that would get it just a little bit. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, a uh, great tournament. I look forward to it next year. Um, I think we're gonna have a lot more uh, a lot more competitors. I I would like to add a a third bracket. On yep. top of this, here, so yep. have have uh, maybe do next year be the first ever three way fantasy warfare finals?
1: Oh, like a triple threat! Oh. Yeah, like oh, a triple threat. So add three oh. three round brackets. I like that. Yeah. I like that.
0: I mean, because there's a lot of guys who didn't get into this tournament. Like, yeah. I mean, I know we put Johnny in. I know we got Cody in. We got Ibushi, Okada. We got a
1: lot of the guys. But that we are, miss Zack Saber Junior. Walter Walter Yeah. Tyler Bate didn't make
0: it. Mm -hmm. No, Tyler Bate didn't make it. Uh, You know, hopefully he does. Uh, I mean, a lot of the guys out there on the indie scene, you know, they they deserve a spot in here. And who knows? uh, Matt Riddle didn't make it. Yeah, wow. Hopefully we see a little bit more Keith Lee so that he can make it in next year. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, there is a lot of guys who didn't make the cut, but. Hopefully we see them again. Absolutely. So if you guys really enjoyed uh, the whole fantasy warfare, we plan on doing it. A, you know, uh, next year in terms of singles competition, um, I think that maybe we might want to do like maybe a, a knockout series special with tag teams, maybe at some mm, point, or, or, cool. or women's yeah, matches. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be cool. Um, but you yeah, let us know. Yeah, absolutely let us know what you think let us know in our uh, on our Twitter handle at headlock talk let us know if we were right let us know if we were wrong we would love your feedback here yep um, so um, uh, you can like I said reach us at, on Twitter at headlock talk uh, you can also um, uh, reach us by email if you have a mailbag question at uh, HeadlockTalk at gmail.com again it's headlock at gmail.com. Uh, I don't know what medium you're listening to us on, but we are available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. Yep. Uh, so check us out there for all of your content, and go ahead and hit that subscribe button to make sure that you stay in touch with us for more great content in the future. Uh, we did have a couple quick mailbag questions this week. If we want to, okay. if we want to just get to those Absolutely. here, awesome. So let me pull up the Twitter sphere here. The Twitter sphere. I the like Twitter that. sphere. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Mailbag questions this week. Uh, Matt Granberry, uh, uh, who on Twitter he's at illustrious uh, g40. He writes, so you think NJW or NJPW New Japan Pro okay. Wrestling mm-hmm. should cut ties with Ring of Honor and stand on their own as far as shows here in the states are concerned? Whoa. Yikes! I mean, that's a that's a big call for uh, for New Japan. I mean, they are going.
3: Yeah, infrastructure wise,
0: they are going on tour here in the U.S. Uh, They they've sold out some shows a lot on the East Coast so far, but they are struggling a little bit in Dallas uh, Mm. for their for the G1 opening show. So I think that
1: one's a little bit troublesome. Yeah, for sure. I mean, what what do you guys think? I mean, well, I mean, it's there's definitely something to be said about two smaller. (laughs) Not that New Japan's like crazy small or anything, but two smaller promotions getting together to put on a really big show. Mm. Uh, I think, in the terms of the wrestling atmosphere and the different promos we have, that does make a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, just because in America, you know, WWE pretty much has a monopoly in yeah. terms of triple A like huge moments yeah. and, and huge uh, promotions and pay per views and stuff. Um, however, I do understand the reasoning for his question, uh just was, you know, some of the shenanigans that happened uh at the G one Supercard show, uh that, that you were telling me about with uh uh Kaz XL and Enzo. yeah, yeah. in um, Enzo and Kaz XL. Yeah.
3: Excellent. Yeah. Um. Excellent. A terrible name. Yeah, yeah. They uh, got worse.
1: And, and so I think with, with uh, some of those matches being a little bit uh, lackluster and, and with some of that drama that they had, maybe yes. Maybe they should cut ties with them. I, I don't think that they should use just this instance as reasoning for that. Yeah. Uh, necessarily, maybe ride it out a little bit longer and, and see where we are. Yeah, I mean, but hey, look, but I definitely yeah. understand the reasoning for, I mean, for his yeah. question. Like,
3: look, I mean, Ring of Honor has put on great shows, right? Yeah. I mean, I forgot the wrestler's name, but it was a guy who who ran through uh, uh, his entire segment, entire match, and he clearly blew one of his knees. Uh, it was it was rather at the, recently, at the, uh, maybe okay. like last year. He 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 blew his knee. On on a uh, move out of the ring, okay, and you saw him blow it, and he still finished uh, the match. Yeah, one of those clear blow. And so, so Ring of Honor has put on great matches. Um, I think from an infrastructure perspective, like you said, with WWE uh, running everything, NXT, which for now at least, you know, um, is a side brand, developmental brand, Mm -hmm. sold out the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, basketball stadium, mm-hmm. you know, they, they sell out wherever they go, mm-hmm. and that's the developmental league. So, I mean, when that's your competition,
0: supposedly are going to have a team league, up. Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I'm, I'm yeah. saying on yeah. paper, you yeah. know, right, yeah. on sure. paper, you know, from an infrastructure perspective, that that's that's full scale university. You mm-hmm. I mean, that's and they're selling out, you know, the Brooklyn Nets, you know, basketball stadium. When that's your competition, you know, uh, you're going to have to. I don't say cut corners, but you're going to have to share some some expenses. Figure some if way. Figure to step some up. way. But, yeah, you know, and that's going to have to be uniting with. Let, let me ask a follow up question. A
0: then. This mm-hmm. is this is a related follow up question from the Anthony and Alex show. Again, that's at AA Talk Stuff. Okay. Anthony and Alex, are, uh, they they just had a really good show. I uh, we'll give a quick shout out to them. Um, they. Uh, Uh, They they put out a podcast about their top three matches, which were, um, and I agree with them on this, uh, the Kofi Daniel Bryan match, uh, the the Kota Ibushi Tetsuya Naito match, and then, of course, the Gargano Cole match. So they had a really great show on there. They're asking us, does New Japan need a partner in the States to stay relevant, or do they already have enough foothold?
1: I think you guys kind of answered that a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. the only thing I'd say to that is... um, If you're trying to directly compete with WWE, yes, yes, 100%. However, if you are okay with having smaller shows uh, with with less hype around them, smaller uh, production value and everything like that, then no. I I don't think you would necessarily need uh, a partner. But if if your plan is to directly compete with WWE, yes, I I do think they would need someone.
3: Because I think, you know, more ardent and uh, dedicated fans like us are going to find New Japan yeah. from shows. We're going to anyway. right. watch them anyway. We're going to watch them anyway. So you make that move to come here. It's not necessarily about relevancy as much as it is about getting into the mainstream. Getting your name You're out going there. to need yeah. partners mm-hmm.
0: you, you to know, do that. You know who the perfect partner would be, and I've been shouting this from the mountaintops since January. Yep. And I, I agree Say with you. it. AEW. Look, oh, look, look, hell. look. Chances are they're going to get onto a major network this year. Whether it's online or whether it's actually on cable TV. Cable TV, TV would be, be, be the best Cable TV would be preferable because it's going to have more exposure into more homes in America. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. It, and they've already got a whole roster of guys who are not only familiar with the talent at at New Japan but they've they've actually worked in New Japan Mm -hmm. Kenny Omega Cody Cody Rhodes Young Bucks Bucks. Um, you know I think that it would make a lot of sense if you're like hey we're going to have a partner up super show with New Japan we're going to bring in uh, Okada Naito Ibushi we're going to do like you know a one night even if it's a one night thing and then they just have a recurring partnership from there I think that's going to work out a whole lot
1: better then the uh, you know the Ring just, of Honor's yeah. partnership with yeah. with yeah. New yeah. Japan and, and, and that also out. gives yeah. gives uh, AEW something that WWE does not have in the sense of like collaborating collaborating shows because uh, yeah. you know WWE has Worlds Collide but that's partnerships with their brands yeah like that's yeah. an internal thing. It's, it's an internal <laughs> uh, thing going on but uh you know but well, when
3: you buy them it's all internal. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when but, you're buying, hey, I
1: want yeah, to work with you. Yeah, but I mean. Here's a million yeah, dollars. That,
3: Why do you give me a million dollars?
1: That's one thing that, that WWE doesn't have is collaboration shows with other papers. With the, kids, yeah. Or, or other promotions, I should say. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, uh, Anthony and Alex and, and, and Matt, I hope we
0: answered your questions to the best extent here. Don't forget, again, if you guys have questions, we always put it out there on Twitter. Hey, if you if you got questions for our mailbag section, hit us up. Either on Twitter, again, that's at Headlock Talk, or again by email, headlocktalk at gmail.com. Again, that's headlocktalk at gmail.com. Once again, we are on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. Uh, So you've got a lot of different mediums to listen to us on. Don't forget, again, to hit that subscribe button so you can stay in tune for more content as we go. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, once again, my name's Tanner. To my left here, welcome back. Mr. J. Raw. Good to be back. Good well, good to have you back. And to so my right here, the one and only Mr. Steven Grudy. Thank you guys. Well, Thank you guys for listening. Again, it's been a pleasure to have you guys tune in to us. I hope you've enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoyed Fantasy Warfare
1: Finals. And, and please let us know how you like these segments. Uh, they're, yes. they're very, very fun. Very fun to plan. Very fun to record. Yes. So uh, let us know what you like about them, what you don't like about them. Yeah. What you want to return, what you don't want to return. G- we want your feedback. Yeah, g- Give us your feedback. And if you
0: have ideas for segments for us, if you have something that you think that we should try out, definitely hit us up and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you've already got our Twitter handle and email I think I've said it enough already (laughs) Uh, but yeah just hit us up we we would love to hear y'all's feedback and uh, can't wait to do this again next week yes so until then my name's Tanner y'all take care and thank you for listening later y'all
3: yes indeed have a good one